and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. I am joined once again by my usual cohorts. First of all, the evil genius, the numbers guy, the keeper of the inner sanctum, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to a great show. That makes one of us. Oh, you are so negative. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> my heart and soul. You watching Johnny Carson last night? <laughs> Maybe. All right, well... And of course, the uh, the man with the hole in his collection, the dirty old geek, the pictures guy. Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well, and looking forward to a wonderful show today, Lance. <laughs> Jesters don't show up on on audio, Kate. And I'm, of I course, I am the world's <laughs> oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy, and Wolfmen have nards. So my name's Lance, and welcome to another issue. So, uh, before the news here, Keith, I gotta ask, if I told you my favorite candy, would you bring me, like, an industrial-sized container of my favorite candy? Possibly. But Brian's I don't know why he... What, what is he getting? Why does he get... Oh. You know what? Fuck y'all. Brian, you got news. Other than you I do talent? this week. I do. Not much. Again, we're, uh... COVID is killing the news, the comic book industry, but... Uh, UCS, one of DC's distributors, will not be distributing DC Comics uh, after the first of the year. Okay. Which shocks me. Well, why? I couldn't figure out why they were going with two distributors anyways. Uh, probably coverage. Oh, okay. That makes, that makes sense. I don't know why you would stop distributing DC Comics with future states starting in <laughs> January. At least wait until you find out there's no orders for it. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I, I, that's the only other news is that uh, the only thing that excites me about um, Future State right now is It's only the, two months long? It's only two months long. We don't know what, what hell it will wreak after that, but um, Brazilian Wonder Woman. Yeah, you mentioned her last week. Yeah. Uh, great design. I, I think that uh, it's a make sense kind of character okay. in the scheme of things. I, I don't see a lot of hope. For the others, <laughs> I, I you know what I think it would be great. I don't know. Superman Clark Kent has been kicked off the planet, and now he's uh, Superman's at Apocalypse, fighting with Darkseid to overthrow the evil. Oh, okay, that's what Superman's doing, and I'm not. I was going to mention Trump, but I'm not going to because that's low hanging fruit. Dark side, apocalypse is really, really huge. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a great job here. We're doing a great job here. The people love it. We're bigly. So, why, why, why do you need to come up with a dystopian future for these characters? Why can't Bruce Wayne just, you know, what? Him and Selena got old. His knees got bad, so he said, "Fuck it, I'm done. Take over, Dick." And you could take that a couple of different ways. And then just be happy. Just be a happy billionaire. You can never be happy. Why not? Parents are still dead. Okay, you know what? I'd look at them and I'd be like, you're fucking 50, dude. Get over it. I mean, would, I don't even mean to be hard about it. Your parents would probably die by now anyway. Yeah, they'd be dead. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say to that. I, I, <laughs> This, the, the, I hope that news starts picking up so we start get doing this like weird tangent shit. 
I feel like we're on Saturday Night Live and you're Jim well, you Chase. I think that it's important that we talk about the news. I don't think we should just deliver dry news. We also have to give a little commentary with it. Our perspectives. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Okay, a, Morley Safer. I mean, I'm not an anchor man. You're definitely not an anchor I'm not an anchor man. <laughs> All right, well, we've conquered the 80s. Hell yeah. As much as uh, it was tubular, as far it was rad. It was rad. It was rad. It was rad. Uh, But the uh, general consensus amongst the geeks here is that the 1970s was the second best decade of film. So we're going to do another ten-part series. The best films are our favorite films from the 1970s. Maybe not necessarily the best, because Keith, I'm looking at you. I have the greatest films. The greatest films you never heard of. Actually, you just gave me The Wrestler, and I'm really looking forward to that. See? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei. No, no. 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 The Ed Asner, uh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Ric uh, Flair. Uh, Dick Murdoch. Vern uh, I love Vern Gagne. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we're going to do another 10-part segment. Uh, the top movies of, or our favorite movies of the 70s. So, under the same conditions. So, uh, gentlemen, with... Uh, I keep calling you guys gentlemen, and I don't know why. With 15 minutes on the timer, what are your top three favorite movies from the year 1970, which would make it the same vintage that I am? It's 50-year-old films. I uh, I will tell you. This uh, was a this was a tough slog. I'm not gonna. This tough. is not gonna be yeah, the best segment. Was, this was a tough slog. Yeah. I've probably seen more movies from the 60s than I've seen from this year by itself. Yeah, oh yeah, this no. year is brutal. But some really good films. Okay. That no one, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Some of them I remember. Okay, so Brian, you what, kick what's it your off, really then, kick it off? My third is gonna. I'm gonna start off with uh, George C. Scott and Patton. Okay. okay. First of all, one of the best openings to a movie. Oh yeah. I fell asleep during it, but that's okay. During the opening? Oh yeah, I was five years old at a drive-in. I watched Woody Woodpecker, then this guy got up and started yelling at me, and I went to sleep. <laughs> and it wasn't my dad this time. Go. No, it's, yeah. it's one of the greatest movie openings. It, it, it is. Yes. And it's George C. Scott who just elevates. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the, I mean, Magnum, I mean, what, his best performance? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'm going to say you that. You know, I mean, talk, and like talking about, like, he's a well known, like, you know, anti war guy. He's a well known, you know, liberal and stuff like that. And playing this, this kind of really hard ass general and stuff like that was a real big departure, you know? And, uh, and he nailed it. Yeah. I mean, he just nailed it. Yeah. Well, so. no, and I, and I think that's one of the things that I think this this year has in common is, like, this was, like, the peak of everybody reacting to the Vietnam War. Yeah, a lot of mm. war. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of war, war movies this, uh, yes. this year. All right, uh, Keith, what do you got? I will go with uh, uh, Dean Martin Vehicle. Uh-oh. Why not? We always go with Dean Martin's vehicles. We should always go with the yes, Dean Martin. Uh, How can you go wrong with Dean Martin? Airport. The original the Airport? original yes. Airport. Okay. So that was actually, wasn't that supposed to be O'Hare? I think it was. I, I haven't honestly seen it in decades. Again, trying to find these movies is like almost impossible. And they're streaming anywhere. A bit of foreshadowing. We are about to enter the movie, the, uh, what, what, how would you call them? The, the, disaster movie? Disaster, disaster movie, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Disaster the, movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster movie decade. Yes, we are. Yeah. This is, this is going to happen. Yeah, this All of this will lead up to uh, airplane. 
airplane. Yes, <laughs> we're yeah, building actually, yeah, and so that's this where is, airplane yeah, came from. This, and that's where airplane came from. Was was yeah. these type of movies where it was like this ensemble cast, and it had like yeah. Dean Martin and like Roddy yeah. McDowell and oh, George everybody. Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Love Boat. And, George and, Kennedy's in them all. He's a, yeah. he's, a, he's <laughs> in them all. He's like the the the, the real grumpy like tough yeah. airport yeah. guy that yeah. has like the answer to everything. And type he's, of like, he's the mechanic who worked his way up. Yeah. In every fucking movie. But yeah, this was like a disasterish movie. The plane's in trouble and they don't know how to land it. And, you know, if you've seen Die Hard 2, it's part of that too. No, you're going to send me on a quest to find this fucker now. Oh, I got great. Oh, no, I've seen it. I, I remember seeing it as a kid. I just, I haven't I, seen I, one I, of these in, in ages. I probably haven't seen it in 30 years. So yeah, I, 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 I am going to find them. I will have them eventually. As soon as I find places and buy them and get them, I will have those because what there was a, there was seventy and there was seventy five and there was seventy seven. There's three of them. Airport. And, and uh, one of them is the one of them is seventy. Is it seventy seven SST Concord yeah. or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. Airport seventy seven. <laughs> the Concord. But we'll get to that in yes seven right. weeks. <laughs> All right. Um, well, third place for me, and just because it's such a weird ass movie is beyond the valley of the dolls <laughs> so it's uh it's directed by russ meyer so that gives you an idea there you go it's written and i'm not shitting you it's the only movie he's I know, ever I written know, I know. yep roger ebert, ebert. yes and it is this crazy trashy drug induced drug induced acid trip of a movie yeah. uh about this kind of tangentially about this girl band that goes to like hollywood and like it's just it gets fucking weird from there. It's 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 a classic. It's, it's it is a everybody has to see it once. Yes. It's just it's crazy. Yes. I don't want to give too much away. Like the end has got this really weird thing with this guy and him, him calling himself Wonder Woman, and it's uh, which ties in with us. <laughs> yeah, you call yourself Wonder Woman. All I the do. Time. I do a lot. But uh, yeah, you got everybody. Everybody, if you're a fan of film, you need to see this movie at least once. Love it or hate it. Yeah, yeah. I I would agree with that. I think that it's it's classic Russ Meyer. You gotta. Yeah, in you Russ Meyer. To. You just it's Russ Meyer. I yeah, mean. it's Russ Meyer. <laughs> All right, Brian. What else you got? Uh, okay, so my second film. This is actually one of my one of my big favorites in life. Uh, the next two are, for different reasons. But I really enjoyed this one. I've seen it more than once. Uh, Dustin Hoffman in Little Big Man. Uh, Freshman, yeah. He, I, I always oh, it the white guy that gets captured, captured by, by the Indians, Indians when he's really young, but and he, he ages through the whole thing. He okay. starts out as Dustin Hoffman, really old, telling the story of his life. Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets he gets. They do the aging uh, make. Yeah, like uh, okay. kidnapped by the alien or by the aliens yeah. by the Indians and raised by them, and that's where Little Big Man. Yeah, because he's short. Uh, oh, and there's there's this the scene that sticks with me is there's like this this like class of of this particular tribe of native americans and he's like a contrarian mm-hmm. so he like he like talks backwards and he like walks yes. backwards and stuff yes and for some reason that stuck yes. with me when i saw that when i was a kid yeah they it was uh really cool yeah they wear their clothes backwards yeah, and they, they like do the, everything and, backwards and instead of like he jumps into like a, a pile of dirt and he's like oh I'm, I'm taking a, ba- a bath or something i remember that yes. to this day that's how he cleans up with the dirt yeah it phenomenal and great makeup uh, just a, it's just a great all-around movie. Okay. to sit and watch. Cool. Wow. I have to sit and watch it. I don't think I've seen it. Really? really? We've got one that a movie that Keith hasn't I seen. Haven't seen no, it. Not only just a movie, but one of that caliber. That surprises me. Uh, and it uh, has Indians. A short 
The contrarian? That is me. Why do I need to You are the contrarian. Uh, the contrarian is not short. Oh, okay. No, he's a... He's a big guy. Oh. Strapping guy. And he does not like Dustin Hoffman. Okay. It's a it's a bizarro Native American. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. It's cool. All right, Keith, what do you got for a uh, uh, second uh, with, movie from 1970? I'll go with Captured by Indians, because that seems to be a cool thing. A uh, Man Called Horse. Yes. A really, you know, Richard Harris uh, is a uh, well-to-do Englishman who's, like, cult group gets kid killed except for him, and he's captured and brought to the two tribe, and he tries tries to escape several times, doesn't work out really well for him, and uh, learns to become part of it, and eventually marries the chief's daughter and rules the place. But the one scene that always sticks with me is where they hang him by his chest. Oh, I like yeah. By the, there's, there's that sun ceremony the sun where they hang ceremony. you with hooks for your from your clavicle, yeah, yeah. like and yeah. They, oh yeah, and they, they just, hanging them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who the fuck thinks this shit off? It's actually legitimate. It's, thing no, it's they legitimate. Did. Like yeah, no, I know. They even I know, and it's a kink today. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, really? but yeah, but yeah, it's just a good fuck. movie of guy overcoming. You know, he, it's basically uh, Dances with Wolves before Dances with Wolves. Yeah, that now that one I can say I, I I don't think I've seen that one. I know I've seen I've seen Little Big Man, but well, it's, I it's on Tubi right now. Okay, uh, and I would say watch it. Okay, yeah. Well, I like it's, Richard Harris a lot. Yeah, so. it's a great, He's really movie. good in it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, uh, again, I think uh, the 1970s there was a lot of war movies that were in, in answer to the Vietnam War uh, going on uh, at ending at the time. This one is probably the weirdest mashup of the that kind of thing, and, and it's. One of my favorite movies of all time, Kelly's Heroes. Oh, it's a great movie. Yes. Uh, Clint Eastwood, Telly Savalas. Uh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles' Crap Game, and uh, Donald Sutherland as... Uh, uh, oh, God, what's his... It's not Moriarty, that's his like, second-in-command. It's... Um, ah, he's like the hippie, he's like the hippie tank driver. Yeah. Oh, always with the oh, negative yeah, waves, yeah. Moriarty. Oh, Oddball. Oddball. And uh, it's on top of it being a World War II movie with this crazy kind of 70s folk rock in it, uh, it's also a heist film, which just, I mean, like, cements it for me. <laughs> just a bunch of regular guys uh, uh, going after, they, find, they, 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 they get this, uh, they capture this German officer, they get him drunk, and they find out that there's this gold in this bank in this town behind enemy lines. And so they uh, they organize a a heist in the middle of World War II. Carol O'Connor plays like this gung ho general who's finding out that his men are behind the lines, and he thinks it's like they're being go getters and stuff. And they're just after the gold. There's a great uh, uh, climax at the end where there's like these these tiger tanks guarding the town, and uh, the American tanks are no match for them. And of course, uh, Don Rickles as Crapkin goes talk to the guy. Maybe he's a Republican. Business is business. <laughs> it just, it, and it, Don Reckles is priceless in that movie. Everybody's priceless in the movie. And I, I just absolutely one of my favorite films of all time. So, What's your number Great one, choice. Brian? My number one. Okay, so my mother had six kids. And with each of us, she had kind of our little thing. She had a thing with each kid. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the other ones were, but uh, for me, it was movies. Okay. And I don't know exactly why. But my number one is MASH. Okay. We always watched MASH. It didn't matter when it was on. It didn't matter if it was a school night. If it was on at 11 o'clock on Channel 2 and it was a school <coughs> night, I was going to be up till 12, 31 o'clock. Huh. Because me and my mom would sit and watch MASH. And she okay. would get excited. And for whatever reason, we watched it whenever it was on. 
different from the TV show. <laughs> yes, yes. Keith just went and rewatched that last I just night. Watched it last night. Yeah. yeah, it is way different. It's like you wonder how they made the TV show. It's, it's holiday. Yes, it's black humor. Oh yeah, it's really yeah. It, it, and Great cast. It's uh, Tom Skerritt, uh, Donald Sutherland, Sally Elliot Gould, uh, God, uh, 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 Donald Sutherland. He said that. I said Donald oh. Sutherland. Um, I always forget this. It's, oh, God. Tom Hagen and the Godfather. Why can't I think of his name? Duvall. Robert, Robert Duvall, Duvall is Frank, Frank Burns. Burns. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sally Kellerman is Hot Lips. Radar's Radar. Yeah. Gary yeah. Yeah. He's the only guy that transferred from the movie uh, to what's the his face? Uh, from Deep Space Nine is the... the Chaplin. Oh, Rene Arbor. Ar- yeah, Arbor- I can't pronounce, his, I name can never pronounce his name. He's Father Mulcahy. Odo. And, Odo is, yeah, is, Odo is Father yeah. Mulcahy. And uh, rumor has it it was the first time that Fuck was in a big uh, was in a big oh. film. Oh. When they were playing football and okay, pal, your head's coming right fucking off. I did not know that. That's an interesting bit of I did not. That's excellent. Excellent. Okay. That's why he's got the card. That's, yes. I, again, I th- I think it's the first. I mean, because obviously there was like low rep movies that had that in there, but I think big it was the, the first big budget movie that had the word "fuck" in it. And it was what the third highest grossing film that year. It yeah. was. It's a great movie, great movie, and a great TV series. Uh, yeah, even I like though it's so different, series. Uh, just fun. All right, Keith, what do you got for uh, what uh, do you got for your last film? Well, you took my number one, so I will go with. Uh, a weird one I remember seeing years and years ago. It's Dean Stanton and Sandra Lee. It's a Dunwich Horror where he's basically, I think it's his wife or girlfriend, he's basically sacrificing Satan to, to have Satan give him. Like, that, is that based? That's Because that's a Lovecraft novel. Yes, it is okay, based so on is based Lovecraft. Off the Lovecraft yeah. novel? I thought you were going to say, was that based on uh, Cheryl Ford's marriage? But I don't even know who Cheryl Ford is. Gerald Ford. Gerald oh, Ford. Gerald Ford. Okay. <laughs> no, with no. Betty Ford. That I that I'm pretty I'm pretty familiar with. Yeah, I've heard that the, the, the names before. She's a clinic, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, regardless, it it, it it's just got one of those creepy things to it. It was gonna be one of my hey, have you ever seen it movies? But yeah, it's just I, I remember being really. Creepy 70s and scary. chock full of these. And, and yeah, seventies and seventies Harry Dean Stanton with a big mustache. You look like the the nineteen seventy eight uh, Doctor Strange character. <laughs> this is going to be the era of the porn stash. It is. <laughs> well, that's, where do you think the porn stash came from? Well, yeah, there you go. So, all right. Well, I knew this was going to be a tough slog. You guys have named all my other movies. It's going to be love story. You know what? There were some on my list that I really kind of struggled with. Uh, okay, well, good. yeah, go ahead. Uh, they yeah. call me uh, Mr. Tibbs, which is... Uh, oh, that's a sequel to In the Heat of the Night, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Sidney Poitier, uh, just excellent. I don't think I've seen it uh, A Man Called Horse, I had that on my... But you have two of the biggest concert movies to ever come out. Oh, Woodstock, Woodstock yeah. okay. and Gimme Shelter. Yeah. Ooh, which uh, both are phenomenal. Um, Woodstock, I think, just for, um... Sean Anna's performance. <laughs> it probably introduced the masses to Jimi Hendrix. Um, that's the first time I remember definitely, seeing Definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, black performers at, still at that time in 1970 were not, it still was not all that segregated. Yeah. 
Um, there weren't so, headlighting. Yeah, you didn't. Chuck so Berry that was, might be the exception. Oh. All right. Well, that's 1970. Hopefully things pick up with 1971. Let us know what you think. Oh, well, they Get will. To Myra Breckenridge. All right. So in keeping with the season, as we're in uh, October here. For this Ooh. week's edition of the Three Old Geeks Top 3 list. And Brian assigned it, and of course, we don't communicate. We just throw stuff out there. So, yeah. gentlemen, and I use the term loosely, uh, what are your top three comic book monsters? And, and what defines a comic book monster, first of all, before I start the timer? You know what, interestingly... Is it appearance? Is it, is it psychi- psychological? What defi- yeah, that, that, that was my question on this whole thing. So you know, I think that these are all subjective, and I think we kind of come to a consensus on what we all feel is a monster. We throw out, is this person a monster? Is this okay. thing a monster? And, 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 well, if we do this, we'll converse over with Yeah, them. I think that it's non-human, but, there's but human humanoid. Monster, there's human monsters, too. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer was a monster, but would he be a comic book monster? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. All right, so I'll put 15 minutes on the clock. Who wants to start? Brian, I'll tell you what, you start us off just so we know, get an idea of what we're talking about. Okay, you know, by the way, there was a Dahmer versus Jesus comic, so he was a comic book monster. Oh, he was a comic book monster, mm-hmm. yes. Actually, and there's been a biography about him, uh, comic biography. Uh, yeah. My first one, and this one I wasn't even sure of, but I went with it because it's one of my favorites, and that would be The Brood. Oh, okay. actually, wow, that's, no, that's really, a, I didn't even think of that, but that's excellent because... That's like alien. I mean, yeah, it's like the the xenomorphs and aliens, yeah. just a, a, a kind of a turn your head and squid wings. <laughs> yeah, I. But I. I oh, the, that's excellent. The Brood X Men stories are some of my favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Paul Smith run, which you would have liked to see John Byrne draw, and yes. as would I, because I like to see John Byrne draw anything. I just like to see what the Brood would look like if John Byrne had. It a would hand look like the Nagari, and probably yeah, with wings. <laughs> yeah, with wings, and littler bodies. <laughs> Um, okay, that's an excellent choice. All right, so uh, that's a good one. Okay, Keith, what do you uh, got? Man Bat. Okay. That was one that I struggled with a little bit, but... Why? why? Kind of, actually, that kind of ties into one of mine, but okay. go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just curious why... In thinking about it, and it's the when I name mine, it's going to be like almost the same explanation. It, he, Man Bat basically has a 50s horror origin, yes. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but yeah, okay. I, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. That that was when I I kind of was thinking about it. I was like, eh, no, man. I would completely go with that. Was uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. With All right. Well, no, and, and kind of along <coughs> the same lines, and just the Marvel version, the lizard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I. Uh, it is. If you it think about it, it's, it's. I mean, like Corman did the Wasp Woman, which is essentially the same. You know, background of like, well, you're desperate to like cure some flaw well, about yourself or something, Mr. Like, Hyde. And you, we'll you, that. you know, incorporate, you know, wasp DNA or lizard DNA yeah, yeah. or bat DNA, and you spider get spider DNA, spider DNA. Uh, you know what? It, it fits perfectly in uh, when he was created versus what Stanley was probably watching yeah. in the theater. Yeah, yeah. And and I love that. Yes, he was trying to grow his arm back. Yeah. There's that yeah. that that exists in nature. Yeah. There's got to be a way. Yeah. And it turns into this horrific beast. Yeah. That. Uh, that's just fucking cool. Well, and and okay, so and forgive me for not knowing a Batman villain that well. So, what was Kirk Langstrom's motivation? It was an accident. It was. Was it an accident? Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't think he was trying to 
it wasn't like he was trying to fix something about himself or something like it's that. It's been a long time since I read that book. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's new. It wasn't, I, yeah, I, it, I, wasn't I, a, uh, it wasn't a... It wasn't I'm trying to fly. I or, think he was trying to, like, help the blind or mm. do some shit like that. Okay. Yeah. With the sonar sense. Okay. Go on DC Universe, find but, out yeah, what it is. Fucking, yeah, let okay, us correct us. Yeah, correct let us, us know if, we're, yeah. if we're, we're, we're all completely out. No prizes. We should have all known that. Yeah. yeah. God no, damn it. I'm the one brought it up, so it's my bad. Motherfucker. Okay, what's your next one? Uh, mine is the DC Frankenstein. The okay. one from Seven Soldiers of yes. Victory? Yes. I was debating that one, too, because I really, really liked that. I thought that was really and cool. And that's Doug Mankey, so of course I'm going to love that. But I loved... I think New 52 series. Frankenstein and Shade. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, that was, was like kind of like the monster, uh, all the, monster commandos. Uh, or you know what? I love the monster commandos. I love the, I love those. Uh, I think it's cool. Both companies had their own, you had the Legion of Monsters in, yes. in Marvel. So I think. Well, what both, was the World War Two one? Was the That was uh, uh, Monster Commandos. Monster yeah. Commandos. Yeah, it was yeah. like Which, Dracula, yes. Medusa, uh, Werewolf, yeah. uh, Frankenstein. I, no, I love that. And, uh, DC's Frankenstein, how the character that they created, and it was really cool because he was like he, he he like they took him from like the end of the book essentially, yeah, and they yeah, had him yeah. go through the ages, and he became like this kind of Highlander, immortal warrior guy type yes. of thing. I thought that was really cool. Yes, it and then his great. wife was was actually the six armed <laughs> bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. She's a bitch, but she loved him. Uh, yeah, no, great it was great choice. Wow, yeah. wow, I don't know how to follow that up. Um, but I'll go with something with multi-arms, too. Uh, probably neither of you read this. Okay. Uh, from Saga, there was a character called the Stalk. And it was she was it was like a human woman on top of a spider body, but she had eight eyes. And she's just a and she she wielded a bunch of different weapons and her, her tongue would paralyze you and it just That's it actually freaky, it, it's like if you get a chance to read Saga, it's a great like sci-fi fantasy book. Yeah, no, like, I, I hear good things about it. Brian, yeah. Brian K. Vaughn with uh, Fiona Avery, I think, does the arts. No, is I had a couple Avery? people Fiona tell Staples? me that's a real good one. No, it's not Staples. Maybe it's Fiona Staples. Fiona yeah. Staples. Yeah, that's a, and it's a great book. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things yeah, about it. And they got, like a, dr- a they, writer from D&D or something like that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. They, 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 they come up with lame names on for characters, but... TV man. Yeah. Okay. What's, uh, what's your number two? I gotta go with a classic Marvel. Fing, fang, foom. <laughs> just, I love, there's just something great about uh, this. A giant dragon what, in pants. A giant dragon in pants drawn by Jack Kirby. <laughs> I, I I struggled with that was on the list. I was a struggle. Ones, yeah, it, we talk about something putting a smile on your face. Anytime there's a book with Fing Fang Foom in it, I just oh. I, I, even on the cover, I just get a big smile <coughs> on my face that somebody actually likes that you know like the old school they like use them in the cartoon. They, they use them in the cartoon. Oh no, yeah. I know. I, they they use them a lot. Yeah, no, it's just it's, it's one of those those characters that really just puts a smile on my face, and I just harkens back to simpler times, perhaps to sound like a, a total old man. <laughs> So, Brian, what's your next one? So, my number one was... With a bullet? Huh? With a bullet? My number one with a bullet uh, was Man Bat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, so, I am going to go with another Batman villain. Maybe a little controversial. Let's let's discuss it. I think it. I might know where you're going Killer Croc? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, no. 
No. No. Clayface. Oh, I thought you were Joker. Okay. I actually thought you were going to go Poison Ivy in the in the kind of more plant than human, because they've done some oh, creepy yeah. stuff with her. Well, but, the, the, but, her coming out of Heroes in Crisis yeah. was pretty cool, and, and I'll go with that. But uh, no, but Clayface, if yeah. you think about it, yeah, that's a, he's a, he's yeah, a, the Clayface you can make a horror movie out of him real easy. Yeah, yeah. that, I love the design, I, uh, they really kind of have given him a tragic. It feels like an old horror movie. Yeah. We sort of feel bad for the, the monster. Yeah. Yeah, but Man Bat was my number one, and uh, that's why I love I these lists. I, that's why it. I love these lists. You should go first every time, so I don't <laughs> no, steal your... No, no, I love that. Right, and I and I, I was surprised you didn't say something like Swamp Thing or something, because I know you like Burning Ransom. Uh, you know what? I, I thought about Swamp Thing, but he's become something else. Okay, he's, he's not, on my list. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, the original, he's the evolved. Bernie Wrights, and yeah, or yeah, and yeah, I probably would have gone with Man Thing first. Because Man he's actually more, more of a monster. Yeah. He's more yeah. of a monster, and I love the uh, the things that fear burn at the man thing's yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, I also like how at points they they put thoughts in his head, even though he can't yes. say it. So so it makes him uh, again a, a sadder figure because he Tragic. can't convey anything. Yes, and he burns people by accident. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, those who know fear burn. That was the one of the things that it's, he, he yeah. was on my list. So you get your revenge. You happy? <laughs> All right, Keith, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I will go with another Jack Kirby creation. I really love this character, and he's evolved, too, and I think he's better now than he was then. <clears throat> the Demon. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think I think when Alan Moore made him the rhyming demon, he added another degree to him, but he was always a cool character. And I gotta His say, look, I don't like them taking away the rhyming thing from him. No, no, that's no. I always thought that was the best thing. That was it. it just about, means writers are limited and can't think of yes. rhyming words. They can't. Yeah, I keep uh, on going orange, and I don't know where to go from there. No. <laughs> purple. He said purple. What do I do? Nope. Change what he's saying. You <laughs> fuck. You're the writer. <laughs> but you still don't have anything just, to write. Just go red blue. Red blue. <laughs> red blue. Man, I want to kill you. There red, you go. You mixed, and now it's fixed. <laughs> Fucking assholes. So yes, I I love the demon. Yes. It, I mean, from his inception to, um, recently, I you know, in Demon Knights in the new Fifty Two, he's cool. I like. I also like the character of Jason Blood. Yes. So you get two the characters that are really cool. Yes. And I like to tie I tie with Merlin and everything. I yes. Think it's, That's a rich character. Honorable mentions? Well, I didn't do my number one. Oh, you yeah. didn't do his number, number one. one? Oh, sorry. All right. This one's going to be slightly controversial. Again? Uh-oh. But fuck you. Okay. Quote Brian. <laughs> That's oh, become a quote. He's quoting you now. <laughs> he's going to get a fuck your shirt. Godzilla. Oh, he was on my list too. Drawn by Arthur Adams. And oh, I'm not what? even talking like the modern Godzilla. I'm talking... Godzilla at one point in the seventies was part of the Marvel universe. Yes, he, was. he fought the Avengers. He fought the Fantastic Four. He shrank down and fought a rat. He shrank down and fought a rat. He was shrunk down by pimp articles and yes. fought a rat in the New York City sewers. I love that as a kid. I love that. that. Cool. The Marvel version of, of Godzilla as and, a kid. I loved it. Unreprinted, really. They reprinted yeah. it in Essentials, but then Dark Horse got the rights to it. They they couldn't print it yeah. anymore. So you can't hardly find yeah, those things. No, they it's, are cool it's, when you do. It's some, he those fought are some Red of my Ronin prize. too, right? Yes. Yeah, the Red Ronin actually started in uh, as a as a, a a response to Godzilla in the Marvel Universe, and then they, the Red Ronin is the one that they own, so they could use him. 
But uh, yes, those are some. Those comics are some of my prized possessions in my collection. He was on my list too, and uh, and that's my that's my favorite comic book monster. So, what are the honorable mentions, gentlemen? We got plenty of time. I will go as a character that started out as monster and now is pop culture icon, Groot. Yeah, yes. Groot was another one Groot of those. Groot started out in the yes. late fifties yeah. as a world conquering tree, and now he's like I am Groot. That's all I can say. Yeah. So I mean, but. Yeah, talk about something drawn out of pages of something 60 years, 50 years old. Oh, my God. And, and making them relevant. That, that's one of them. A lo- <clears throat> Alongside a raccoon. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and then I got another one. He was born on Monday, though. Solomon? That, yeah. You know what? I almost put him on the list, and, and I really I, I love that character. Yes. And they've done some brilliant stuff, uh, like especially Robinson and Starman. Like, he... Every time he's reborn, he becomes he's reborn a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And uh, like in Starman, he was like a completely like a child, you know, like didn't know his own strength and was real nice. And you got you, you kind of had to treat him like a kid, otherwise he'd you know wreck stuff, not knowing his own strength. So no, the Starman stuff was really cool on that. Okay, on the same subject, I mean, isn't the Hulk technically a monster? If we the we've, Hulk was basically. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Solomon Grundy. He was right. a rip-off of Grundy. So, yeah, that would make him a monster. Yeah, yeah. And, and we discussed this prior, too, but I, I would I would put the more... the monsters yeah, is... in the category is the thing. The thing. Yeah. Talk about a guy who just, you know... A good the, man in a, in a got monster's Got short end of stick and, and, and the powers, and he's the heart of the FF. And, you know, he's, he's the one that's ridiculed and... People you know, I think out. the best monsters are either very sympathetic, like the Thing, uh, or Solomon Grundy, who I think they handled in the Star Girl TV series yeah. very well. Yeah, added a lot of depth to the yeah. character, not just a super huge, super strong zombie type yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or else they're completely evil. Yes, I mean, if I have to look at it, who do I like more, uh, Morbius or Baron Blood? I kind of like Baron Blood because he's unapologetic. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, li- there's none I, of that, 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 oh, woe is me, I'm yes. forced but to I, drink blood. But I, like those, I like those characters, too. I mean, one of the guys I have on my list is Hellboy, who, yes. who, is, a, who is a good hero, but he looks like a fucking demon. Yeah, because he like, is. Yeah, and I know. <laughs> and, but, but he doesn't act like one. No, no, he's like a good demon. Yes. It's like a good, good demon, demon guy. Go sit down. And maybe that's nature versus nurture. Ooh, deep stuff. But yeah, I, I, I uh, all of these I, were the ones that I thought of. I'm and Bizarro. I'm, I'm just and yes. Brian. You're not going like Wrightson's Frankenstein. You know what I thought about that, and they did they did do a comic book of it. But I, I just think that Wrightson's Frankenstein was was, ma- was the book. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, it was the illustrations okay, for the so book. Just, you can go Plug's monster called Frank. Yeah, you could. But that was yeah, because I thought about Wrightson and I and I think about it more out of that novelization okay. where he did the illustrations okay. for versus the comic book. I think IDW put it out. Yeah. Yes. Um, which was that's uh, Frankenstein alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein alive, alive. Alive, alive. Yes. <laughs> and then you had uh, well during the seventies, Marvel had Marvel had a ton of uh, Werewolf yeah. by Night and uh, Frankenstein's Man Monster, Wolf. the Living Mummy, and oh God, yeah. Dracula, Golem. fucking Dracula! All right, so oh, that's Golem. our favorite. Uh, that's our favorite comic book monsters. Let us know what yours are. All right, so and again, in keeping with the season, we had uh, each one of the geeks has picked out a uh, a horror movie, 
And uh, I got so freaked out by Brian's choice that Keith went in the absolute opposite direction and treated me like a twelve year, the twelve year old that they are. And <laughs> I'm sorry, you're thirteen. Woo! Oh, uh, and we uh, we watched got hair uh, on his balls. Puberty. <laughs> we watched a movie called Monster Squad or The Monster Squad, which was released in 1987. It was directed by a gentleman by the name of Fred Decker. And written by Fred Decker and, of all people, Shane Black. This was his next movie after Lethal Weapon. Followed it up strong. So, uh, the basic premise of this is the Goonies versus Universal Monsters is the best way I can... The, the elevator pitch You know pitch what, that's an excellent way yeah, to describe yeah. it. That's the elevator pitch yeah. for it. Uh, so, uh, again, if you don't watch... or yeah, I mean, You don't watch. You don't listen to the uh, the Batman uh, reviews that we do. We have a review format. Shame on you. And shame on you for not listening. Bastards! Uh, we have a review format of the good, the bad, the haw, which is the nitpicks or the stuff that makes us scratch our heads, and the glee or something that puts a smile on your face. So, uh, like with that being said... puts a smile on your heart. I have no heart, so Mine's I don't know what to tell sure. you. All right. Well, anyways, like I said, this was... Uh, now uh, I set- become the feeling one. <laughs> Essentially, this is uh, a bunch time, of kids, uh, a bunch of kids versus the classic Universal monsters: Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the Mummy, the Wolfman, and the creature from Black Lagoon. So, uh, along with eighties uh, humor. This is okay. That we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that in a second. But this is um, a movie that a you couldn't make today. No, of some no. of the things that they no. uh, they they uh, they, they say, have in this, yes. they, and they the way this this is the way. For good or for bad, like, I remember talking when I was 13 years old in the 80s. This is why we are what we are. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we grew up during this time. Yeah. Watching uh, you know what? I, they encapsulate a lot of uh, what we grew up with. Yeah. yeah. I'm no, right there. This is, uh, this th- is this definitely an 80s movie. Let's put it that this way. This is the 80s Stranger Things. It's um, not, yeah, and not nearly as realistic as Stranger Things. No. This was a, I was surprised at how many things kind of hit me, like, oh, God, that's wrong. Oh, God, that's wrong. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's, But that's what you grew up with, okay. and so it, it fit. Yeah. All right, well, okay, let's start off with what, what, what was good about this movie. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to start out right away, and you guys know where I'm going with this. Uh, the Lady in the Window. <laughs> <laughs> and you had Eugene's to know... sister? That's going to be on Brian's list. <laughs> Uh, so the uh, the high school gal getting dressed and the kids peeking through her window. The, the yes, one, Rudy, the the Rudy, the, the ruffian, the ruffian, the uh, Kelly Leaks of the story. <laughs> and then I thought that when the kid was watching the movie, the the drive-in movie with the binoculars, yeah, on his roof, uh, we listening to out. the radio, and his dad comes out with the Burger King. Yeah, I just thought that that was just a really cool nice. father-son yeah. moment. That yeah. I, I just thought that that would have fit anywhere in any movie and still been touching. Yeah. And that's why you have the heart. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Because Dad was a drunken cop who beat his wife. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we should, yeah, we should bring up that this this movie, this movie virtually has no stars in it whatsoever. No, no. I, no. This, I mean, like, Kevin's older brother from, like, the family years has got, like, a bit part in it. Yes, uh, The Wonder Years. The Werewolf uh, is, uh, and I forget the actor's name, was uh, Laszlo Hollyfeld from Real Genius. Yes, uh-huh. he's been in a ton of things. But yes. other than that, it was, like, there's nobody, there's nobody in it. Nobody, there's yeah. nobody in it. All right, so is that your goods, Brian? Uh, those were my goods. All right, Keith, what were your goods from this uh, one? I actually uh, love the fact that all five of the classic Universal Monsters are in here. 
I kind of figured that would it's be one, one I, of the first times, uh, one time I can think of where they've all been in the same movie. The creature from the Black Lagoon. I know, he, uh, but just to add him into the film. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's fucking great because yeah. when you see most classic Universals, he's included. Yeah, and it had short of the bride being in it, it had everyone. Uh-huh. Uh I love the fact that they had the Brides of Dracula, uh. three Brides of Dracula. That was cool that they they, they were following. The mythos enough to stick those three in there because they didn't really have a purpose, but they were in there because they're part of the. They looked mythos. cool. Yeah, no, I, I actually thought that was like the scariest part. Like they were really, they were scary. They were, offend, they were like Hammer style brides of Dracula and the white nightgowns with the pale faces and the fangs and stuff like that. They were fantastic. I, I agree, and then uh, I liked uh, spoilers uh, when when uh, Wolfman or gets killed. He thanks Rudy because he finally That's gets throw, away from. Yeah, him. definitely a throwback. Throwback to, to, to yeah, Lon yeah. Chaney. I, I thought that was cool. Um, you know, one of the cool little things that was in there uh, that I thought was nice to put in there is the the scary German guy, which I don't know his name. Yes, there was a lot of the the kid. Scary German guy was just scary German. Yes, yes, and, yes. And when he when he's after talking to kids, he goes, "You know a lot about monsters." And he goes, yes, I do. And he closes, and you see a, a, a tattoo from, yeah. from the Second World War. Thought, like Lee. I thought that was a like, kind of yes. cool little, you know. Yeah. You know, and if you're, you're a kid in, in 1985, you might not know. and You, you, you wouldn't. Do unless you, you know what I would say, unless you grew up unless around grew here. Up, yeah. Because we had Skokie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, I, that's on my glee. So I thought that was cool. And we'll talk the, about the, it again. The only other thing I thought was kind of cool is... Uh, to fend off uh, Dracula from killing Rudy, <laughs> he takes a piece of pizza with garlic on it and shoves it in his face. I thought, I thought that, that was kind of a again, little that was cool. brilliant. That, that was, was brilliant. I, I would never thought of that in a movie at all. You know, that's brilliant. All right, um, I'll start off with uh, just a, a minor one. The opening uh, when the kids are getting uh, bitched out by their principal, the oh, vice yeah. principal, whatever. <laughs> The kids wearing t-shirts. It just says Stephen King rules. Yeah, and I just was like, yep. okay, you got me right there. You that was the, awesome. You see those at shows, and it's from that movie. Are you kidding? No, no. really. I uh, thought some, that... I've seen people wearing Stephen King rules, like in the style of the, the yeah, sort of the exact movie. same okay. style. And I thought that was like I, when I see him, I'm like, that's cool. All right. Well, you guys have touched on a bunch of stuff, and then uh, that I was I had on my goods, but the uh, the thing that uh, Keith you had mentioned that the kind of the callback to the Lon Chaney Wolfman. The little sister, when Frankenstein first kind of approaches her, Frankenstein's monster first approaches her. Yeah. Oh yeah. They knew exactly what they were they were dealing with there because I literally took that as oh shit, this is yeah. the scene from Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. Yeah. I thought the little girl was dead. I really they 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 played on the that 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 trope that you know everybody who's seen Frankenstein was like yeah. oh my god yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like oh he's his friend it's yeah. like oh, okay great you know the I chicken shits that was that was really good uh, but yeah you guys have touched on all the stuff that I thought was really really good uh, as far as the good just the goods go on this all right so uh, what'd you have for bad what'd you have for bad Ryan smoking in the house around children that struck me I went really yes. Well, I, okay, but they, considering they had, they had, oh, you know, Rudy's the tough guy, he's in junior high, and, and that kid's smoking. smoking. And he's smoking. Uh, didn't bother me as much as the dad lighting up in the bedroom with the kid standing there. And I went, are you kidding? That was one of the things that actually was, I thought was funny. The making of the silver bullets, I thought that that could probably even go under, huh? Yeah, yeah. That but was, yeah. That was bad. Uh, it's not just a 
big silver thing shaped no. like a bullet. There's no. there's more that goes into a bullet. Actually, there's yeah. not. I mean, like you need the gunpowder propeller. I mean, like the gunpowder. Like, obviously, he had to. I mean, I work with a bunch of gun guys. I assume they they stole. No, no, I know, I know what I know what comprises a bullet. You're not going to just throw a couple spoons in a thing. Two seconds later, pour that into the mold. Oh well, and then dump out a. It was part of an '80s montage, Brian. So of course it. I know, but they could have shown gunpowder laying on the anyway. Uh, I just that was one of the ones I went okay that that was stupid okay those are my two bads that's it that's okay it. I, I even though I recommend it, I have a few bads uh, <laughs> the whole towards the end Van uh, Helsing comes out and gives him a thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up what is it with thumbs up Batman does it in his cartoons was that like did I miss the thumbs up era Maybe that might be cool. Keep. Cool. Hey, Fonzie, we, we grew up with Fonzie. I, I get it from Fonzie. <laughs> we get it from Fonzie. But yeah, I just didn't like that. I didn't like the very ending when the army showed up, and I just you got the the you know stereotypical yelling. Actually, I thought that was that was one of those things where like when the army showed up, it was like finally somebody. There's like five monsters rampaging through this town, and somebody called the army. I was like, oh okay. I I get it, but it, it, just, it wouldn't have felt like a horror movie if the army wasn't there. Is that what? Okay, and uh, the 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 fact that only Rudy and Horace were effective in like fending off any of these guys, because Horace is the one that kicks Werewolf in the Nards. He's the one who uses pizza on Dracula. He's, he's the, the one. He's, he's the, the one. fat kid in an eighties movie that finds his own. Come he, on, he's a, I mean, his his name chunk is he chunk. His his name in the movie is not Horace. It's everybody calls him Fat, fat kid. kid. Even his friends call yeah. him Fat Kid. Yes, that's one of the bad parts too. <laughs> Yeah, there is kind of a yeah, that is that is. And but it, when he gets the my name is yeah, the my name is Mr. You can tell Tim Shane Schmoller. Black wrote this because there's a couple of kind of eighties oh, action scenes, close in action scenes, heroic scenes. Yeah, yeah, with the with the the quips in them and stuff yeah. like that, and that's one of them. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's fine, but the other guys didn't really do much of anything. The one kid saw all the monsters. That was there fucking funny. There was a monster. Funny. Eugene. Yeah. yeah the, there was a monster in my, my There's a mummy. mummy. The mummy came to my house. Yeah. <laughs> creature ate my, my... What was it? Oh, the creature ate my Twinkie. <laughs> that was fucking great. Yeah. So he, he served a great purpose. He did. He served a great purpose. All right. Himself. So what was your bad? Um. Okay. Uh, I love 80s movies. Uh, and maybe it was the fact that I had the DVD because Brian took the the Blu-ray of this. Because Keith, of course, you know, had the beta, had the the, the laser disc, had every version of this movie. And we uh, we flipped a coin, and Brian got the the Blu-ray, and I got the regular DVD. Brian was uh, just faster. And this is not to say that the the, the, the the all of the special effects were bad because actually some of the special effects were part of my glee, but this the the digital effects in this were super. Dated bad, yeah. yeah. Like the vortex in the limbo or whatever oh, was, was was as as uh, uh, VHS special effects as it got. Yeah, which, which is funny because it came out after Ghostbusters, yeah. which had really good special effects, but it also had a budget, stars, and budget. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the uh, and uh, and again, this is an eighties movie. We talked about he could be there was a. Uh, and it really was like uh, me getting slapped in the face. Like, man, we really used to. There are some, yes, misplaced words that we yes. probably wouldn't use nowadays. No. And we really talked like that in the eighties. And yeah. I'm, one, I'm wondering, you know, it really slapped me in the face. Like, man, we were jerks in the eighties. Yes, yes. So, 
Um, all right. Uh, that was my. Those were my bads. Uh, what were the uh, What were the the huzz and nitpicks? I had no huzz. You had no huzz. I had no huzz. I took this film for what it was, so I did. There wasn't okay. a lot of questioning. Okay. I like I said, I could put the silver bullets thing in there, but well, yeah, one of my things was why is Rudy helping Horace in the beginning? Yeah, there's, there's that no, was there's, my no big establi- there's no establishment of why Rudy has any interest in joining. Uh, after he gets up in the clubhouse and sees the girl through the window, I understand why he keeps on coming back. But the, what was his reason for helping Horace? And, the, and that was my whole haul was the cool kid never would hang out with. That was like, again, going back to the what I remember the 80s, the cool kid would never hang out with this bunch of dorks that hung out in a, in a, in a club, uh, yeah. a treehouse. Yeah, the guy smoking was not going to go hang out with a bunch of, like, Sixth grade. Okay, you know what? As the leather jacket wearing smoking kid in the eighties, you would have hung out with him. I'd hung out with him. No, he I was, was not. He was saved Horace. I was not Rudy. He was saved Horace, or you'd be EJ. You weren't. Yeah, Rudy. yeah, I was not Rudy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You think he'd be picking on fat kid? You know what? I, no, and I'm going to say that my experience is that they didn't. They had a tendency those kind of kids to protect. What was cool is he's the first one to use Horace's name in the movie. Ah, yeah. It's my friend Horace. And everyone, even his best friends are calling him Fat Kid. Yeah. So that was just the, 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 there's no explanation, there's no exposition that it handles that. And that that's why yes. it's a huh. Um, my other huh is uh, somehow the mummy's able to, the slow moving mummy's able to jump on the back of the Jeep while it's passing by. Because Keith's got to get that physics yeah. thing yeah, yeah. in for this every thing, this single thing. This thing moves thing. so slow that no one, it can't catch anyone. But a jeep going by just all of a sudden leaps up. because it has the Batman grappling hook that went wrapped around. Oh, I, is that what it is? I thought maybe he caught the, the the drag and he just, like, rode the... <laughs> Could be, too. Uh, yeah, and then another nitpicky thing is you shoot you shoot at the werewolf, right? Doesn't do anything. So you decide, a baton. That's how I'm going to stop him. That's action movie logic right <laughs> there, Keith. Come on. If you can't shoot it or blow it up, you beat it. <laughs> you beat it. <laughs> that, that's 80s logic. That's 80s logic. Right there. So, anyway. I mean, again, it's all nitpicking. I picked the movie. I like the movie a lot. I love the movie. So, But I'm like watching. Yeah, I, I don't think after I shoot the thing, I'm going to go, okay, I got a stick. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, actually, my big haul on this, and maybe, I'm Keith, you've probably seen this more times than I have because this is actually the first time I've ever seen this movie. Was there an explanation of why all of a sudden Dracula was back and had all the monsters like like it seemed like it just like out of nowhere it was like this guy thought he was a werewolf and Dracula's back in the country and they go and get Frankenstein's monster and it was just like it just sort of like happened there was like no, no good explanation every hundred years they were trying to get the the gem to destroy the gem so they couldn't be so every hundred years Dracula comes back to every life? Hun- yeah. every hundred years oh, okay. you can, every hundred years you can also use that gem to, to basically get you can them either out of destroy the them or they destroy it and yeah. live forever it's a video game okay it's the 80s but yeah that's okay they, they that, that's, 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 that's I, I thought that's, I missed it was hundred years li- since scary the last German, okay. scary German guy sort of explained it a little yeah bit. okay yeah so that was that my was, only that was my that was my big nitpick is I didn't get that much exposition out of the story yeah. or whatever so alright well this was a, lo- a really fun movie what was the uh, you know what's what a lot of glees that came out of this uh, first of all 80s <laughs> okay all right so 80s. i cannot tell you how much i miss 
a fucking montage with a bad fucking pop song over it. Like, it was like literally like the kids prepping to fight the monsters and the song was like, party until your heart explodes. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> it, there, uh, we need more montages. Yeah, we're, we do. Just, uh, it's, yeah, it's how we grew up. And there, there are a lot of warts. Yeah. But there were it, it, it really captured a lot of what we grew up yeah, with. Yeah. The Nazi tattoo on the guy's arm. I thought that that was just a um a stunningly poignant moment. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, for anybody who knows and what that And that just means. goes to show you Shane Black's a pretty fucking good writer. And also man. they were misjudging him this whole time. Yes. And then you you first of all you get the fact that he's not a scary German dude and then you see the tattoo and you're like, "Oh, this guy Oh, there's more." This, yeah. yeah. He yeah. does know monsters. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. Uh, Laszlo. Uh, that actor, I like that yeah, actor. Yeah. I don't even know his fucking name. Uh, I know his last I used to know his name, but I don't. What happened? All right, I'm going to look him up. You guys oh, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I'll look him up. Um, it was, it was for the type of film it was, much darker yes. than you give it credit for. Uh, Stan Winston on the uh, the practical effects. Oh, okay, I, that's my absolute 100% these monsters were amazing. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I, the, the the creature from the Black Lagoon was amazing. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Like should have had his own movie. Yes. Like, they should have reached took that monster and redone the movie in the eighties with that monster. It would have been fantastic. John uh, Grease. Huh? Grise. John Grease or Grise? No, it's not him. What is what's uh what sound like? Keep, well, keep going. But keep going. I, I I I love the actor who plays Laszlo. I loved that it was darker than uh, I thought it was. I, the the part where the you're not a yeah, virgin. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could see it coming. <laughs> you could see it fucking coming. And uh but, but, but so and so he doesn't count. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Oh that was <laughs> What do you mean Steve doesn't count? <laughs> Actually it is uh it's Jonathan Grease and he was Uncle So and so from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Ah. And I'll always know him as Laszlo. I, that actor yeah. is just, uh, yeah. I think... Uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's great. and he's, uh, I can't think of the term, underrated. Yes, yes. But I, I love seeing him, and I thought that, yeah, the the, the thank you at the end. Yeah. I thought the blowing up the werewolf, and then the werewolf coming, coming back. together. That was, awesome. was cool. That yeah. was awesome. Um, Especially before, they go, I don't know, throw him on a pile of dynamite? Yeah. <laughs> it was a standard 80s flick in that, as an 8-year-old, you could watch it. As a 13-year-old, you could watch yeah. it. As a 30-year-old, you could watch yeah, it. And everybody's going to have a different experience. Away, yeah. uh, all out of the same film. The 80s were brilliant for that. And everyone enjoys it. It's a generational yes. film. You can have different generations yeah. watch it and they'll all enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Though you're 8-year-old, there's going to be concepts you're going to have to explain. Well, yeah. And that, it might be a little okay. scary for real little kids. Yes. But, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, you, you have the creatures crushing cops' heads. I mean, there's no gore, but you just... Oh, yeah. You know what? When the, when the werewolf got blown apart, that was pretty... Yeah, yeah. That was fairly bloody for a kid's film, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, they can't... But I was even... I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Uh, and, and the Brides of Dracula and yeah. Dracula was scary. Yes. Oh, they were scary. I was going to say one of my... Would, Dracula's waiting... Through cops, yes, and like you just know, sna- yeah, snapping breaking neck. their necks and stuff like that. It was like it was like wow, just, this is like an action movie bad guy. You know? When he, he grabs a little girl, me the amulet, you bitch. Yeah, that that was actually pretty harsh yeah. for like yeah. a five year old girl. Yeah, yeah, uh, but 
it underscored that this is it, it's not a fun little eighties no. comedy rock. It's dark. Yeah. There was a darkness to yeah. this movie that you yes. don't immediately pick up that I thought was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So those are my glees. Uh, yeah, my glee obviously is Steve doesn't count. What do you mean he doesn't count? <laughs> Poor Steve. I felt bad for Steve at the point. What, too. Where's the where's the vortex? Where's the vortex? You're not a virgin. <laughs> Yeah, that was. And you're looking at her, going, "Come on!" <laughs> it's the '80s. Yeah, Steve doesn't count. <laughs> what? <laughs> and of course, the classic Wolfman has nards. Oh yeah, kick him in nards. I... Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> that is just a great little scene. So, so those that other, you're right. The '80s, just a montage and the whole feel of the movie. I love this movie. Yeah. So. All right. What do you got any glee out of it? You guys again. Stan Winston is just a uh, just the practical yes. monsters were freaking Jeez. brilliant. The mummy unraveling I thought was a brilliant special. And effect. wasn't yeah. the mummy scary? As he shit? was scary. As, yeah. I, I thought the creature was scary. I thought. Oh my yeah. god! They were all re- yes. you know, very well done. Dracula wading through cops. Um, but and I always love a good twist where I, I think I've seen everything in movies and I don't see it coming. She's not a virgin, and they all look at the five-year-old girl. Is she a virgin? Is she a virgin? I just, I was like, I yeah. did not. I was, I had a smile on my face. I was like, man, I did not see that coming. I thought that was so fucking brilliant. Just a, just. She's five. She can't even read. Yeah. I just thought that was fantastic. Super fun watch. Uh, glad you recommended to keep it. Uh, Maybe a little bit first gear for for me because you know, but uh, well, I slowed it down my, for you. I didn't want to, you know. Maybe at, after Big Bry's after movie. after Brian scared me so bad. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I picked an actual horror film. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> said monsters. All right, so uh, what's the uh, what's the star rating on this one, boys? I give it a four. I was going to say four. It's easily a four. Easy and it four. might even be. Sentimentally, it's probably closer to five. Sentimentally, it's closer to five. All right, Stan well, the first Winston. time out, uh, I'll go a four-star movie. It's a lot of fun, guys. If you got little kids, definitely one to watch for Halloween. Check it out. Tune in next week, Same Geek Time, Same Geek Podcast, for the conclusion of the Triumvirate of Terror. Let us know what you think of the podcast on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks for listening, and hey, keep on geeking out.